Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a belated... Variety and Coke. I'm here with Smarty. How are you doing, man? You all right? Good morning. And what's Good a morning. fine morning it is? <laughs> it is. The skies are blue in Leeds for a change. <laughs> uh, we're going to try and dissect a bit of this uh, Leicester City game and, and the crack with that. So, um, yeah, we'll see you in a second. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. What a fine morning it is. It is indeed. It is indeed. So much so, I've had to pull my blinds and my curtains on, which never happens. No. Just, well, there we go. That's because that's actual sunlight is beaming in the window, Smarty, uh, for a change. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so look, man, um, I was at the game. Uh, I have my opinions on what happened. Uh, you watched it from home. Can you uh, fill me in on your thoughts on it? <sighs> I mean, it's a good day. I mean, this is my first Bradian Cook at season, and what a way to start, eh? An absolute yeah. casting coming. Um, it's it's difficult. Well, it's not difficult. It's relatively you know self-explanatory and, and, and straightforward. Um, but I think I'm glad I've had um, two days or so to dissect and try and process it within my own mind. Not that anything's changed whatsoever, because it was an absolute shambles. But... Um, sometimes it's just good to have a good think about it, isn't it? Mm. But um, I think to start off with, we've got to speak about the the player selection because to leave Cooper out and get Lorente in when he's bringing Furpo into the team because Strike's injured is just an absolute disaster plan, in my opinion. You know, people will will obviously disagree. Mm. Some guy um, on Twitter said. <clears throat> Lorente is a better defender than Cooper, blah, 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 blah. And I went, well, you're entitled to your own opinion. And then proceeded to block me, like you do. Ooh. 
Nice you know, so I like these. these oh, it lives literally. <laughs> exactly. Right? You know, like, all right, man, you're entitled to your own opinion. There were no grief. There were no, you know, any hostility or anything. They just went, right, I don't like your opinion. I'm going to block it. <laughs> Fair enough. You crack on, mate. Enjoy your life. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so the the Cooper thing. I mean, Firpo had to come in for strike. That that's that's fair enough. If, if strike's taking a knock and he's not fit to play, then fine. However, he needs managing, and to have that absolute lunatic playing at the side of him was just an absolute fucking just. And to bring to bring Cooper on at half time kind of undermines his own decision to play him to, to bench him in the first place. So mm-hmm. he's just made himself look a right dickhead anyway. Uh, and I can't get my head around um, the, the, the Harrison thing. Uh, I know we all want to see Somerville, but we need to, you know, historically, under Marsh, our best periods of the game are usually within the first, well, 15 minutes in this game, you know, particularly, but usually it's about 20, half, 20 minutes, half an hour. Why wouldn't you use Harrison then with potentially bringing Somerville on in the second half? Why, why would you need to use him straight away? In my opinion, I think he's a cracking player. He's clearly exceeding in the under-21s, but he's not ready for to start in the Premier League. He's just... For me, it's his end product. And I think we've seen that a few times with him with blazing shots, quite quite good chances as well. I mean, obviously, we can't say too much because Bamford's doing the same, you know, but mm. give Sinistera a chance there or, you know, potentially one of the other lads. In my opinion, they're probably going to bury that with a Somerville with the weight on his shoulders. He's obviously want to try and impress, and he's new to you know playing the first team and, and especially starting. There were a couple of very dodgy calls, um, and inevitably, you know, it, it went to rat shit, didn't it? So, it, yeah, it descended into chaos fairly quickly. <clears throat> I think with the, the like you were saying with the selections, I like if he was trying to hold off playing Cooper because he wanted him rested for Sunday and the same with Harrison. That's mental. You don't you don't do that. Like that that's a team that's starting to gel. Why dismantle it within a game after the way they performed against Arsenal? I don't understand yeah. it. Um yeah. I think what you're saying about Llorente and Furpo playing on the same side, that's that that that's a disaster waiting to happen that. And it was. Because Which they, you think it won't be because they're both Spanish. Yeah, but they're both shit. You think they'd be... Yeah, there is that. There is that small, <laughs> tiny, little element of it. But you think with them both being Spanish, there's no language barrier. Mm-hmm. They're going to be talking to... Oh, you would assume that they would be talking to each other constantly. Yeah. But whenever Cooper is not playing, the defence just goes to rat shit. Yeah. Furpo were being pulled left, right and centre. You could see... I mean, I know that uh, Phil Hay tweeted very, very early on in the game that they were pulling Furpo out of position and just attacking mm. straight down our left side. They were just pinging a ball in, and hey, presto, 15 minutes in. Um, unfortunately for Cop, and it is a shame about Cop because he's been playing well, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, not according to Gilly, who would, who would yeah. say the complete opposite. But, you know, relatively speaking, he's, he's had some good games, and he's, he's been fairly solid. But, you know, to go one down like that, it's just like, fuck. And then literally the exact same thing sort of happened, you know. I mean, Rocker, Rocker's had a shocker there, but... Mm. He's he's one of been one of the most consistent players of of the season. You know, that it's just, it, there's a, there's a bit of a a theme coming with the, the individual errors and, and all that sort of stuff. But for me, the team on a whole in the first in the first fifteen minutes, I thought I thought we showed good composure. And we we looked to be attacking well. Uh, we had a couple of decent chances, but after the first goal went in, the, it seemed like the heads had dropped. We don't see it happen a lot, but it looks to me like they're kind of gone off. Shit. 
you know. Not again. But, but the thing, it's hard. To, it's hard to take it because you'd think that with with the severity of the the, the the need for points that we need now, we're in a position where we need to get as many points in on the board as possible going into the World Cup break. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be looking at us potentially in the bottom three over the World Cup because that's not going to be good for, for, for morale or anything like that. So we need to be attacking these teams with everything that we have. Why not rest Cooper for Fulham? Because we all know all the teams that are up from sort of like mid-table to bottom table are going to come to Ellen Road and they're going to shit houses and they're going to time waste and they're going to do whatever they can to steal a point or to get three points. Leicester won't do that at home. So we need to play our best team that we could possibly play, try and get something there because I'm going to guess at we probably won't get jack shit against Fulham. They're playing well. Mm-hmm. They're going to shit houses and it's going to be frustrating and that ground will be absolutely hell. If we do not get a result against them, it's going to be absolutely hell on Sunday. It's going to there be, will be no, There'll be no none of this from fucking Jesse Marsh. Absolutely none of that shit. It'll be straight down tunnel again. Yeah. And he kn- must know, he must know that his time must be, there's an axe, there's an axe above his head. It's got yeah. to be. And based on the performances and everything that we've had this season, the, the, the football shit. You cannot. We, we can play well against Arsenal. We can play well against all the top teams, and you know, plucky leads, and we played well, and it was great, and blah, blah blah blah. But at the end of the fucking day, sorry, I'm swearing early on a Saturday morning. Apologies if the families are in the mood. <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Points matter. No one, no one will remember plucky leads. Oh, they, oh yeah, they, they used to play well against top teams, but you know, they actually got relegated at the end of the season. No one gives a shit about that. We should be beating the teams that are around us, or especially at the bottom of the league. Now that's a big show. You know, it's what can you say? Well, look shambles. at our performances Absolute against shambles. the bottom bottom sides. They've been absolutely shocking. Like <clears throat> they've been shocking. But yeah. bar beating Wolves, what have we done against the bottom sides around us? Absolutely fucking nothing. Like nothing. Made them play better than us. We've made yeah. them look better than us. And um, the thing is, like, the way we're playing at the moment, Smarty, it's not very hard to make a team look better than us. Like, yeah. I, I, like I, I said in the, I think I said in the group there after the game, Jesse Marsh is, is starting to make me feel a little bipolar um, in, <laughs> the, in the sense that <clears throat> on Tuesday, we were sitting here on the pod going, you know what, we're actually all right when teams come to play against us. We, we actually play quite well. And maybe the formation will work. And then we go away to a team who actually did want to try and play football in front of their own fans as well, changes yeah. the system round, and we absolutely fall apart. Mm. Now, I mean, why I wouldn't came, why, I mean, sorry, come on, I, no, I, I, I <clears throat> came away from that game wondering what the hell is going on. Like, I don't, I know that was the chant, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I don't understand the logic behind not starting Cooper and not starting Harrison. I'd like, like you said, Sorville, we've been crying out for him, but at the moment, like you, you made a good point. He's not a starter. He's a 20 minute impact sub at the moment until he finds his feet within the team. And that's, that's the way he should be managed. Mm. But to, to start him over Harrison, because we've got Fulham at home on Sunday, if that is the thinking behind it. I think is absolutely insane that that team, mm. a, a team doesn't start to gel unless they get a few positive results where the starting eleven is consistently the same. And to take off uh, to to not start Harrison and Cooper, that that that's mental. Like that's that's a side that was, <clears throat> uh, you know, a goal away from 
a, a win or even a draw. Yeah, absolutely. You know, against Arsenal, you don't, you don't, you don't put that kind of player into a situation like that. The Somerville's too young for that kind of thing to happen to him. Yeah. And I think yeah. if if we're going to carry on chopping and changing like that, I'd rather not have Furpo in there at all and just play Ailing at left back or play Christensen yeah. at left back. And have like someone who's a natural fullback in there, granted. Who can actually not... play football and isn't a ghost, you mean? Yeah, yeah, essentially. Like, but Ailing's smart enough to not get caught out by silly little mistakes. Uh, granted, he hasn't been massively impressive because he hasn't had the opportunity coming back from injury, but you have to look at players that have experience in the league and go, right, okay, he's done really well over two and a bit seasons or two seasons or whatever. And why not start him? Play him he did well when um, he did well when and Kristen um, Christensen was injured briefly. He did well. Yeah. He came on. You know, he got subbed on against. I can't remember who it was. Brentford and attacked Brentford and attacked down the wing as he does overlaps. Yeah. You know, overlaps. You know, our wingers and stuff. And it, we're missing that. Firpo don't do that because well, he's Firpo and Rasmus is still finding his feet. I'm, I'm quite happy with with Christensen. I think he's a good player. I've just, I seen like Gilly, well, yeah. <clears throat> I've just seen Gilly's comment. I've got. We're going to go through the comments, obviously. I know you, but yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd pop this one up. Go for it there, yeah. Uh, Gilly says, let us not forget, we took Cock off and kept a clean sheet, lads. It's not all that bad. We took Cock, <laughs> we took Cock off and put Cooper on. That's why we got a clean sheet. If we'd have taken Lorente <laughs> off and kept Cock on and put Cooper on, we'd have still got a clean sheet. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, if we'd have played, played with bloody nine men, uh, well, ten men, um, and nine outfielders, we'd have probably kept a clean sheet if Furpo weren't there as well. That's the thing, yeah. like, uh, you know, like I don't know what he sees that we as fans don't see when he makes these decisions. Like, like, surely you want <clears throat> you want consistency within a team, and and to change the way that he did was just insane. Like, I've just brought um, this one up from Batty's Magic yeah. Sponge. Understand what you're saying, Carl, but Harrison hasn't been good lately. We needed to change it up a little bit, but yeah, again, didn't work. The thing mm. is, I've seen people saying that, you know, Somerville rightly deserves a chance. Yeah, he does. Mm. But Harrison's one of our most dangerous players. Yeah, he's not been on form. There's quite a lot of players that are, lot, are not on form at the minute within mm. our squad. But Harrison is one of our most attacking, most dangerous players. And and to take mm. him off and put a kid... There's the, there's the whole experience argument. But for mm. me... There's no end. There's not enough end product from Somerville. He hasn't shown enough for me yet to warrant a start. He's shown enough for me to be introduced within games. Absolutely, yeah. Crack yeah. on. He's he's got a lot of potential. <clears throat> Sorry, but yeah, Harrison's got to start for me. The way we played against Arsenal on Sunday, you can't you can't use that play so well and then chop and change bits and bobs and expect the team to perform exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It, with, it, it's with, not. Two dickheads yeah. behind you. It's just not going to work, is it? No, not at all. And regardless of whether Harrison hasn't been playing well or not, he offers something that Somerville doesn't in the in that he hold he can hold the ball up, gets it in the channels. He's he's good at holding players off. I'm mm-hmm. not you know saying anything uh, negative about Somerville here, but he's he's quite slight on the ball. He's quite yeah. You know he's 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 not as big as Harrison is. He's not as kind of. When he gets the ball, he, he he does a lot of what Harrison does. But when it comes to just holding the ball up and bringing players into the game as well, yeah, he just doesn't seem I've to... I've never seen him make a tackle either. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem to like have Harrison that. Done. Yeah, and I so think... You, you've we, got that element. Yeah, we do miss a lot of 
we miss a lot of out ball when Harrison isn't playing, you know? Absolutely, um, yeah. And I think if if Harrison's not going to, if if we think Harrison's not playing that well, then why why are we starting Somerville? Just start Harrison for a while and then just see how it goes. You can't, hmm. I don't see the point in, in not starting Harrison. There's the conflicting, you know, there's a conflicting argument of, you know, the, the whole Bamford thing. Oh, we need to start him because he needs to get minutes and he needs to find form. Well, mm. hello, Harrison, hello. Yeah. You know, why why does it work for one player but not the other? It just it's just contradictory and it just doesn't work. It doesn't wash. Yeah. And and for me, sitting there thinking, why oh, why have you done that? He just it Marsh has undermined himself too too often this season. Mm. Um and and it's start the cracks are starting to show. Um and I just don't. I put a tweet out um, the other night, and it just says, "Look, if we do not get a result against Fulham on Sunday, do mm. we get rid of him? Is that it? Is that it for Jesse Marsh? Does it? Does it go? Do we sa- Do we fire him? Obviously, he won't resign. Absolutely not. But yeah. do we fire him with with you know with with the hindsight that we've got a World Cup break coming up, which is potentially a good." Um, it's a good opportunity to get a new coach in and give them a potential. It's, it's basically a preseason, isn't it? Get yeah. someone else in, let them establish the new style of play, and 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 see where it takes us. Because re, do you really see anything happening? Do do you see Jesse Marsh turning this current squad into absolute world beaters and going on a fantastic run? Because it's just not consistent. There's no consistency uh-huh. in it. I think we played so well against Arsenal because our style suited. Mm playing against them because they have their style and we have our style which I don't like one bit but it suited and it counteracted them and we played well but mm. for every other team that goes direct or you know will it's like an it's like a I don't know anti-football way of playing because they will just hit long balls they will sit there yeah. and hit long balls Arsenal don't do that or not as mm. much probably anyway you know do we just get rid of him and get someone else in would be, it's better to bite the bullet and, and rip, you know rip the rip the bandaid off as the as the as the Yanks say and, and and do it now and give someone else potentially time to time to mould the, the team and the and the players in, in their style of play. I don't know. Well, I, like I, I see what you're saying, and I think if <clears throat> uh, if he if we get a win on on Sunday, I think his his job is safe until after the World Cup, depending on what happens. Um, but rather than sack him. Why not, you know, why doesn't he just look at different formations, different ways of playing? Like, he seems like an intelligent coach, don't get me wrong. Like, But to to be so narrow-minded and play such a narrow form of football with the the players that we have at our disposal out wide, it's criminal to to continue to congest the 18-yard box area with... Like the, like we've five six players maybe at the edge of the box sometimes when we've got the ball, and we're trying to beat nine or ten players. And it's like, look at all the space we have out wide. Why aren't we utilising mm. that? I'm not saying go mm. back to the way Bielsa played or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, but to to act, to to play so just it's fuck. It's so narrow, man. It's so hard to watch. Like in, like you sit in the same area as me in the ground, and when when they're attacking, when we're attacking uh, f- from the south stand into the cop. You can literally see how narrow it gets, and it, it it's it's like when they're in training, they train within the confines of the eighteen yard line. So the whole way down the pitch, 
that's like the only spot that they will train in and that's yeah. all they know and there's not and then when we go out wide we don't seem to have like Christensen no no slate on him or anything but he's not he's not overlapping enough he's not getting forward enough <clears throat> like there was a couple of opportunities there in the Arsenal game where I was thinking like Christensen there was a ball quipped across the box and you had I had this image of Ailing just being in the 18 yard box but Christensen was strolling over the halfway line yeah and I don't know yeah. if that's what he's told to do or not but wh- where's the backup if if we're putting balls like that in where's the where's the the, the player to recycle it again if it goes across and know. misses something there's no one there we're so used so, to seeing I mean I don't really want to go back and say his name but Bill Sabal we're yeah. so used to seeing that the, the, the players attacking down the flanks and, and going to the byline and cutting back and we're so, mm. we've scored so many goals like that and now we're trying to be so direct through the middle, which is heavily congested with players. Mm. It's, it's, you could literally throw a blanket over all of them. But as soon as the attacking, uh, the, sorry, the, the, the away team or the home team, depending on whatever, as soon as the opposition have the ball, they get width. And we Straight away. And, you know, so we're pulling players left, right and centre. And it's just, mm. it, it, there aren't any other teams that play like that in the Premier League for a reason. Well, it's Southampton for a reason. Or do they? Yeah, well, yeah they try it sometimes, well, like, but yeah, well, I just, I, well, like, I, 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 when I was <clears> saying about using the wings and stuff like that, like, I wasn't trying to insinuate that we need to play Beelzebub, but it's common no, knowledge that it's common knowledge. Use the wings, use the we space. We were told, you know, we were told when when Marsh came, when Marsh came to Leeds United, this guy mm. does everything Bielsa does, but zonal. So rather than man marking and all that sort of stuff, he mm. plays zonal. Brilliant. Sounds like a, a fantastic plan because for all for all these good points, that was Bielsa's downfall is the whole mm. man marking thing, which worked in the championship. It worked sometimes in the Premier League, but more often than not, it didn't because our players, player for player, weren't good enough because mm. of the quality within the other squads and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you know, it just don't work. It just don't work. And it's frustrating it's not and it, it's shit. It's it's actually genuinely shit to watch as well. Yeah, it's not it's entertaining. A, like you had uh, Martin Keown saying last week that uh, that we'll be fine going off the way we played against Arsenal. Like, but we I've only seen us play like that twice. Yeah, we beat Chelsea and we lost Arsenal. Like people, we lost have... to Arsenal. People need to remember this. We didn't beat Arsenal. We didn't get a draw against mm. Arsenal. We still lost to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, with that performance. But look, that that's a culmination of of a, a load of things. You know, Bamford missed the penalty, this and that, and mm-hmm. opportunity. Like Somerville had a great opportunity, but you know, I I I just want there to is... see us use the space that's available in areas of the pitch that we're not currently using it, because when we like, there's been a few games where we have. I don't know if it's happened by accident or whether it's been the plan, but there's been a few places where. We've actually gone out wide, and we've we've seen Christensen maybe overlapping once or twice. I've, I think I've only seen it maybe two or three times. But when we've used the wings, we're very very dangerous out wide, like because we've got the players there, you know. And I just don't, I just yeah. don't understand this, you know, running straight into the box. It's it, like me and you, we we said it uh, when Marsh took over. It's very kind of school kid football where. There's the ball. Everyone run in the same direction. Hope for the best. And when you get into a position, either have a shot or try and play a through ball. 
there's no there doesn't seem to be a plan when no. they get into a certain Which, area of the box or the pitch, the final third, like. It's like Luke, you know, we just flashed Luke's um, comment up there. And, you know, it, uh, at the end, he said, uh, we just look lost when we get past halfway. Absolutely. Mm. You know, have you, have you seen, um, have you seen the, 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 clip, the video clip of, I think there's like three or four Japanese players playing against like a hundred school kids. Mm. And there's literally, the ball will go to one of the Japanese players and all the kids go, <laughs> apart from the goalies, yeah. all the kids go and surround this player and he just, knocks it into space and, this other, and and obviously it's difficult for them to score because at the end of it they're just all literally in that area which is yeah. lo and behold our issue at least yeah but it, it's it, it's mental and you can actually see it it's like actually this is literally like watching Leeds United play yeah um I think I think Matt Matt made a good comment up here um I'll just find it about the refs and stuff Matt says uh for me the results have been bad um Ref's decisions are poor mistakes from players in almost every game. Not Jesse's fault for that. You're right. Players' performances aren't, you know, that's not down to Jesse. Uh, we can't really do anything about the refs and the time wasting and this, that and the other. Mm. But we need to use whatever we can to beat these teams. The formation, player selection, you know, team tactics, what we do with the ball. It's like a few people have said, you know, when we're attacking players, we're, uh, sorry, when we're attacking teams, we look like we've got no idea what we're doing. With Bielsa Ball, and I know we're gonna, we're, we're always gonna come back to Bielsa Ball yeah. because it's the best football most of us have ever seen. Mm. Me personally, the best football I've ever seen. I stopped watching football. I stopped watching other teams. I stopped watching all the top teams in the Premier League. I stopped watching La Liga and all that sort of stuff mm. because the football that they were serving up was not as good as what we were watching at Leeds. Yeah, and for that to have that as a as you know what what your experience at the time, and then come back to what we've got now is chalk and cheese. It's shit. Yeah, I watched fucking championship football the other day. I watched Burnley play in the championship the other day, wow. and actually enjoyed what I was seeing. Partly because obviously refs making right decisions and and bloody linos using the flags, you know, because it's it's actually great to see. But yeah, it's it's just shy. They just look lost. Bielsa Ball used to they were the fly the, the lads used to fly forward, strength in numbers. If they're down the wing, you've got support overlapping. You've got people. Bursting the knackers off trying to get towards that goal. With this, it's just like, oh, we've got, well, oh, what should we do? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll just knock it back to Lorente. And they were, it's like, where's the fucking urgency? Yeah. The amount of times I've been screaming. I mean, I, it's been a long time since I've lost my rag at Ellen Road, you know. But, <laughs> Jesus. But there's that many people like, like Melier will have ball and they'll be like, you know, he'll, he'll probably look to, to, to players on wings. Obviously, there is no one on the wings. So he's having to pass to someone that's got someone smack bound behind him. Yeah. But where's the urge? It's like, fucking break. Break, run, go. Fucking go, go, go. And they're all like, oh, we'll just... And then every now and again, you'll get Aronson breaking forward or you'll get Paddy breaking forward. And then it happened a couple of times against Leicester. You know, Patrick Bamford had the ball and they were running forward and there were just two players, like, casually coming up the sides of him thinking, should we be, should we be here? Are we too wide? Yeah. Th that's There's no urgency. It's yeah. shit. It's fucking shit. And that's the thing I was just... I was just going to say this, Marty, is that do you think maybe the players aren't out of form? They're just not gelling with the tactics. Because like like you said there about Aronson plowing forward at one point, like <laughs> you, you know for a fact, alert, alert. It? Oh, Paddy's getting his hair cut. All right, okay. Hat-trick against Fulham. Put your house on it. Do not put your house on it. Do not put your house on it. Gilly's, are you on the sauce already, Gilly? Because don't be telling yeah, people be. put their house on that. Like, I can't remember who said. Um, I can't remember who said. 
in in the midweek show about putting a bit on Harvey Barnes or I can't remember. I think it would have win. Yeah. But I did actually put a bet on Harvey Barnes and I did bag myself forty quid. <laughs> like anyway. just to go, <laughs> just to go back to the Aronson point where you were saying that he was bombing forward. Like any time that happens lately, to me, it doesn't seem like it's a coordinated thing at all. It's more a lucky bounce of a ball or a misplaced pass that somehow manages to get to one of our players. And I think I mentioned it previously that uh, on a different pod that we're doing these blind passes and there's oh, no yeah. one there. Like, <laughs> Rodrigo no against one. Arsenal yeah. by the chance. Yeah, but like... That was the blind, the, that were blind, you know, blind that, that were a blind. braille pass. That, that were braille, that mate. That one just blind. His C and I dog gave that one, like, but... Um, at least under Bielsa and the strategies he was using, the players knew where they needed to be for simple passes. At the moment, we're just passing it to no one. And you should, like, I'm, I'm sure now that I've said something, you'll probably notice it more on Sunday. We do it. Like, I've, I've slayed a Tyler Adams as, as good as he is at doing all the dirty work and breaking up play and all that. His passing is shocking. It's shocking, in my opinion. Um, that was me, Smarty. One hundred. Oh, do 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 do. Go on, Patrick. Yes, okay. Um, but it was it's it's his passing is shocking, like. Um, yeah. and and to 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 be doing passes where you're like you're assuming someone's there because we're playing that narrow, that's suicide, like. And it's been proven time and time again. Like we've we've got caught so many times giving the ball away needlessly, one hundred percent, like. And it's it's that that needs like to come end quickly, like. With the passing and stuff like that, again, we can refer to our ex-manager, but, you know, you, you can see other teams, especially like the Man Cities and stuff like that, the small, inter, you know, little interchanges of uh, passing mm. and all that sort of stuff. And like, it's like, you can see, I mean, it's easy for us uh, when you're watching away um, matches. So when you sat at home and you've got it, the whole pitch in front of you, Mm. And you can see where the player should be playing a ball. He's like, why don't you, why don't you pass it through that gap and you could release him there? Or blah blah blah. You're looking for the safest ball all the time. There's no risk factor with how we're mm. playing now. Bielsa's way of playing was risk. I know, I know we're talking a lot about Bielsa, but we're all frustrated. We're all pissed off that some of the fans. I don't, I don't really agree with chanting Bielsa's name. I don't think it's going to do anything but demoralise mm. people. But I understand that people like to get the frustrations out and, you know, fair enough, whatever. Yeah. Um, we're obviously, you know, going back and talking about Bielsa ball a lot, but there were just more urgency. There were more risk factor and it made it enjoyable. This safe penis formation football is not enjoyable. It's not mm. effective. And we're going to get relegated playing it. Yeah, I... I, I... Totally agree there, man. Unless something changes drastically over the next couple of games, that kind of football, it's it, like, look at Southampton, for instance. They've they've been Ralph fucking rabbit hutch for how long? Like, and they've, Ralph rabbit hutch. Yeah, and, and Hassan, they've... Hassan Hootl. Hassan Hootl. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and they've been, like, they've started off flying most seasons. Last season, the season before, they were absolutely flying. And then it they absolutely died to death. And they were struggling, fighting relegation. You know, it's like, I don't want that for us. I want us to, even if it's just a case that we sit 10th for the next three yeah. or four years, I couldn't care less. As long as the football isn't something where we're going down and road and we're looking at it and we're like, what is that? What is it like? Mm. The, the, mm. Unless we start to see drastic changes coming soon, I, I, 
like I don't want to see any manager sacked, and I, I especially don't want to see a Leeds manager sacked because, you know, where do we go then? That's us where we're normally pointing at other teams, going, "Ha ha, best of luck trying to find a manager." Um, the players look confused <laughs> yeah. with many of Jesse's decisions and in-game play. Yeah, exactly. Thing is, we've we've um, laughed and we've scoffed at, at teams like Villa with Gerard, Leicester with you know Rogers and and, and all that sort yeah. of stuff, and and and, and Forest with Cooper. And... <laughs> There's no way that you can't throw Jesse Marsh into the hat. There's, yeah. there's no way you can't throw him into the. You know, and, and for me, you know, I think I've not been. I mean, you can literally go back into last season's uh, podcasts, and and, and I mm. will I, at some point I probably will do, and I'll and I'll clip together some of the stuff I said. I said he would definitely be sacked before Christmas. Me and you were in on fact, the same I think, part, and we I, said. I think even even one occasion I said it won't make it to October, and I think that was when he first initially mm. came in. It won't make it to October. Like the so thing was, it's only well, a matter of time. Yeah. I think we just need to. I think we just need to sack him off and get someone else. And I know Matt Leeds has already said in the comments, "Who do we go for?" Victor Orta has got fifty thousand million people in his little black book. Of, of apparently, they were looking at forty coaches and managers over COVID to potentially replace. Um, he had forty names. Did Victor Orta? Over COVID to potentially replace Bielsa because he were on a rolling contract and it were all that sort of stuff. And they whittled it down to four, and Marsh was one of the four. So who are the other three? Who are the other three? The th- the th- I want to know what he's basing his search on. Is it an algorithm? Is it data? Is it like when you're picking your fantasy football league and you go, oh, we'll click it on form, we'll click it on this, we'll select, oh, look, we've got Jesse Marsh here. It can't be like that. It's got to be someone that played. I mean, fuck, I'd even take a gamble on Carlos Corbin. I would. What's the worst that could you know happen? What? We're probably going to get relegated anyway. He plays Bielsa ball, but hey, it's a shout. I'm probably talking... Well, I'm not talking shit. It's how I feel at this moment in time. My yeah. morale's on its ass, and I feel like shit, and I don't want to go on Sunday. I don't want yeah. to, because I think, well, we're just going to get dicked. It's going to be poisonous, and it's going to take me fucking nine years to get home as well. But uh, like the, the thing the, the is the with thing Carlos is... Corbin, he, he does the zonal thing, but plays Bielsa ball. He didn't in his initial season at Uddersfield. He didn't. He played like for like Bielsa ball, and they, they they did okay, but they didn't do as well. The second mm. season he went zonal, and they got into the championship playoffs. Yeah, they were brilliant, and now he's gone, and now they're on their ass, and they're going to be playing, you know, Plymouth next season or whatever. Yeah, but, well, I, yeah. I just it's like frustrating. You know, I think uh, at the moment, like, um, where is it now? Um, Someone said there, if, uh, <laughs> James Reed with a top comment there, more names yeah, in his black book than Jeff Rapstein. <laughs> Jesus, it's too early, oh, too early to be doing stuff like that. <laughs> oh, Christ, yeah, like it. Jesus, no, 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 no. This is uh, this is the other one, isn't it? It's like he's he's By a his magic but, sponge with the curl ball there, but they didn't. I've seen people just talk <laughs> negatively about him as well. And what did Gilly say? You bottled it and retracted it. I bottled it and retracted though, Smarty. I'm not having that. I retracted my statement at the start of the season because we'd beaten bloody Chelsea, we'd beaten Wolves, and we were looking like we were actually starting to play proper football. But of course, you know, as we've discussed and and it's materialised that we don't have a decent striker or one that can't score, we've got a shit left back and it's just rapidly just falling to shit around us. Well, the thing is as well, Smarty, like you said, if we go back to last season where... Marsh came out and he said, this isn't the style of football I want to play. This is just a necessity for now. You know, we need the team to just work this way and keep going and doing this. and do it. It's the same fucking style of football. It's exactly, exactly the same, same style of football. 
Minus our two fixed best one, players. We've fixed one thing but with having some midfielders in the middle, mm. centre mids, and attacking mid. Aronson I love. Adams I love. Rocker yeah. I love. Christensen's doing great. There's the um, um, JB. Yeah. He looks yeah, great yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, so the, yeah. I'm really happy with the signings that we've made. However, we put, you know, we're still cracking on using fucking Firpo and Lorente. We needed a left back and we needed another striker. We hadn't got them and we're now we're suffering the consequences. Yeah. So I've got a question from uh, Luke Thompson here for you, mm. Carl. Right. Would I take Rogers? He, t- he seems to throw a bit of a strap when he doesn't get his own way. Like, I, you know, I think. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the fact that Leicester haven't spent any money in well, was like nearly a season and a half or something. They, they bought, they bought a child, didn't they? Didn't they buy a child? Yeah, um, something like that. But who is it? Ward? Did they buy? Was it Ward that they bought, or was it someone else? They've literally made one one sign in in in, mm. in the thing, but that's not down to Rogers. But I would rather shit no. in my hands and clap than have Rogers be our manager. I'll be honest, the, the reason I wasn't is because he, he, like I said, he tends to throw a strap. Look what he did to try and get out of his Celtic contract to go to wherever he went to. And then, like, yeah. if it's not working for him, he throws a strap and he just nearly downs tools. But he plays an all right style of football as well, though. That's the other side of the coin, but it's just a tough one. Um, I mean, that's Gasparini from fucking... Gasparini from Atlanta. 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 There's, there's potentially loads. I mean, there literally is loads, but it's whether they would come here and whether they, you know. And I mean, if, if I were going to pick anyone, it'd be Poch. Yeah. I, I I think as well the same thing. He's he's but available. The, realistically, <laughs> we've got no chance because he won't have millions and millions and millions of pounds to spend. Not that he had absolutely shitloads of cash to spend at Tottenham because he went through a period where they were paying for the stadium so they didn't really make this, that and the other. Although they did yeah. buy um, Clark offers for eight million quid. Cheers, lads. But apart Thanks. That, I don't think yeah. Patch is in... I, like, I think Patches would get players more motivated if, with the style of football. I don't think... I think the players that we have there at the moment would be good enough for a mid-table finish under a manager who uh, I'd rip his arm off for Gilly must Gilly must be taking the piss here. He he must be on the, the troll hunt at the he moment. He must be trolling. He must have had too he much caffeine be. this morning. Has he, maybe has he, he's some, he might have had some pre-workout or something. Oh, maybe, yeah. That's definitely a pre-workout sort of response. Is that? Sorry, Gilly. <laughs> um he's gone, he's gone further, a little bit further. Poch wants Poch Champions was. League. He's been open about it. Listen... You know, I'd love, I'd love a Ferrari. Don't make, I'm, never, I'm ever going to have one. It would be yeah. a dream. But I think, I think we've done, I think we've done the old bashing uh, ash to bits now. Who knows who's yeah. going to get? Realistically, let's be honest, he's going to get someone who's shit, someone based on um, his, his, his footballing data and his, his algorithms and all that sort of stuff. It ain't actually mm-hmm. going to be anyone else, is it? I think we've just got to make peace with that. I th- yeah, well, it depends on how Sunday goes, man. Let's be honest. He's got the dreaded vote of confidence from the board now as well. So ah, that yeah, generally right, yeah. doesn't go down too well if you lose the next game. Like, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, if, if, if it goes pear-shaped on Sunday, we've got Liverpool next, like. Yeah, we're fucked. It's like, and then Bournemouth oh, yeah. at home. And then Bournemouth at home. Like, what the fuck? Like, like People thinking we're going to get a good result against Fulham. They're nearly top half the table. Like I don't know where people are getting this. You know, we're we're going to walk all over Fulham and Jesse resting them and this and that. Bullshit, man. Sorry about my language, but Fulham are no jokes. And and Mitrovic 
well, he's scoring goals, you know. Although Rads yep. is the main shareholder, if he tried to sack Jesse, would 49ers try to fight it due to Jesse being their man? What do you think? They might do, but the 49ers have got to, you know, realistically look at it and say, we're actually going nowhere. This guy could potentially take us down. There's still mm-hmm. some Americans in the squad. If it's that, I don't, I, I don't believe that that's going to be the case at all. The fact that they want to keep him because he's American. Um, I, yeah. But I, 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 I think, uh, I, I don't think there's going to be any kind of. Yeah, he's American. We can't sack him vibe there at all. Yeah. I think he's the Americans. Yeah, the Americans are there now to you know they're they're into the whole making money side of things. Like they don't like the leads in the championship is no good to them financially. Like especially with the layout that we've currently got on wages and players that we've brought in and stuff. Yeah. Leads in the championship ain't good for anybody on board level or investor level. So if if Marsh does go, then. I don't think, well, I don't think the 49ers would be in a position really to say, no, he's not to go. They've only, they're, they're not the majority shareholder. So, you yeah. know, Rads is, Rads is going to be like, what's best for the club? But they need someone lined up. They, they, if, if they're going to do it, I'm not saying they should, it should, like I said, don't want, you know, to be in a shit storm going in <clears throat> any games next. Like, But if they do let him go, they have to have someone lined up to be able to, work with the squad for the entirety of the World Cup. Do you think that he's not got someone um, lined up already? Well, if, if Victor Orta has 40 managers in his book, like you were saying earlier on, and he whittled it down to five, then who are the other four? I don't know, but give us, give us some name. No, oh, no, I'm not saying you to tell me who the other four are. I'd like to know who they are so that we can... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we'll Maybe never know, just... will we? He yeah. probably won't tell us tell us his deeper darkest secrets, but you know, like I say, his, his succession. Let's be honest. Apart from Bielsa, the rest have been absolute dross. Maybe apart from Gary Monk, you know, mm. the rest have been absolute dross. So I think yeah. Jesse Marsh in that. I I'm not. I'm done. I'm done with him. I think yeah, it's only a matter of time. With three quarters of the season left to go, I think the time is now to get someone else in. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, there's enough Feeling time nice. between now and and Boxing Day to to just. Work on the Before squad. we get reamed again by City. What a well, that's a... season. That'll be for a potential new manager. Oh, well, by the way, we've got Haaland at home. Nice one. Nice one. Um, Andy's, not, Andy's not going to the World Cup, so he'll be fresh as a daisy. Um, I think just if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be done sooner rather than later, like you were saying, Smart. Yeah, we, can't, we can't afford to, to sit on this one and just be like, oh, we need to give him time. Like He's had the squad. The, the, the players he brought in, he's worked with already. So he knows them. Um, and then... He's had two pre-seasons this season as well. Two pre-seasons this season. He's had, from March last year, to work, all he's lost is two players from the, the squad he inherited in March. That's it, like. So yeah, he, he's had time to work with these players. And if it's not working, it's not working. Like, the players, like the, the, the spine of the team he brought in, he's worked with before. And I'm not saying that, that it's their fault it's not working or anything like that. It's just tactics just don't seem to be clicking with any of the players. I genuinely don't see it clicking. Like, 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 whenever click comes on, you can see where he tries to get on the ball and and try and play. Try makes the things happen. Yeah, he tries to make things happen, but you can nearly see the older players kind of reverting to right. Clicks on. No, let's get out wide. He, we know where he's going to put the ball. This and that, and they seem to revert to that. And it's like, well, if that seems to be where we're getting more of our success, I'm not saying start click. I'm saying, why not continue to use the width? Do it yeah, like yeah. that. But 
look, it is what it is. I don't think Leicester played phenomenally well well enough to beat us. Um, we could have put a, a Sunday League Park team out there on Sunday on on Thursday, and they could have uh, they could have come away with that scoreline. <clears throat> I think to be fair, um, yeah. At the end of the day, tomorrow's massive, not just for Leeds United. It's massive for Jesse Marsh, massive. And uh, if if the result isn't positive at all, like I think Batty's Magic Sponge said it a little bit earlier on, that uh, if it's not good after the first 15, 20 minutes, uh, Ellen Road will go very, very toxic very, very quickly. Absolutely. And Jesse Marsh might feel bullied out the door rather than having to get sacked because it, it, it it's not going to be good for him. Like, And if he tries walking around the pitch, clapping at fans oh, at the will. end, there's... There's no way. <clears throat> we've been know. we've been very very patient with him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've been very very patient with the squad, but I think it tells you know that the, the crowd, um, our away fans at Leicester, you know, it just shows how quickly it can change. And I think they need to bear that in mind that you know we are the hand that feeds technically, and but it you know it, it can be taken away, and we as the, as fans we can turn quite quickly, and I think because we haven't shown that much improvement since last season, I think like others have said, the crowd will really get stuck in, like we did against Brighton at home at the end of the last season. It will mm-hmm. it'll turn unless yeah. something happens, but still, even if even if we get a, a win against Fulham, mm. what about this one from? Um... Body's magic sponge. We won't. We won't stay too much longer. Should we start two up top, Paddy and Jaffe slash Nando? But who then gets dropped? I, well, I, 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 I personally I was... think at this stage, uh, if you've got the likes of Nando on the bench, and I know I, I might be a bit biased here, but if he's good enough to play for Italy, and Mancini thinks he's good enough to play for an international team. Get him on the pitch. I don't care. This this shouldn't be a case that oh he's a project and this and that. How many? F- projects have we got now at the moment like you know yeah, but who has Nanto played against though for Italy he's been brought on when Italy are winning games and they're playing against farmers in fucking in, in bloody whatever like, what is it is uh, he any worse than playing... Hungary Hungary you know is he any worse Hungary than... and all that sort of stuff is he any worse than you know giving Joffe time is he any worse I want to than... see Joffe you know? I want to see Joffe have a good run in a, not when we're chasing the game when we're getting dicked by a shit team who was starving mm. us of the ball and, and falling over and throwing himself to the floor. Get, get Joffe on. You know, yeah. the guy The guy might not be training. His attitude might not be the bestest in the world. You know, whatever we're hearing from other people. But the guy can change a game. He's got the confidence to go with the ball, to run at defenders, to get into... He's absolutely class. Mm. So why are we not giving him more t- chance? As much as I'd love to see Nonto, I would love to see him, but he's not been mm. even getting on the bench. So clearly Marsh is seeing something that he doesn't like, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to read into that, then absolutely fine. I, I'd but, be honest, uh, like, <laughs> I'd be honest, if whatever Marsh isn't seeing, I'm going to take it with a pinch of salt now at this stage yeah. after watching the last couple of games. Like that's that's the way I'm thinking now at the moment. I just think, you know, what what have you got to lose? Your job is on the line, you know. Nanto's presently playing for under 21. So he's right. How's he doing, Gilly? Um, this feels like a tough watch. All right, this feels like a tough watch after 
the disappointment of the other night. We've had a good run of fixtures and have little to show for it. Fulham is a must win. We need a goal scorer. Daniel, absolutely spot on. Yeah, the, the fixtures have been very, very kind to us. You know, when I saw this, the fixtures come out this season, I thought, "Ooh, we've got we've got a chance to get some good points on the board." Yeah, initially, right from the very start, you know, we've we've basically played Chelsea and Arsenal. The rest of them have been fairly mediocre. You know, we were two 0 up against Southampton and threw that away. So you know, but anyway, but like, who was your starting eleven versus um, Fulham then? Uh, Meslier, Cock, Cooper. Christensen, Ailing, either left or right back. Strike's back for Fulham, I think. Is he back for Fulham? Okay, well then you've so. got uh, you've got Strike in it. Not that that may there. change you. Are you going with him? Okay. I, 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 if if he's back, he's he's been consistently good for us. I can't I can't see the point in dropping him. Um, Rocca, Adams, Aronson in the middle for me has to play in in the ten for me. Um, also. I think Harrison starts and Sinistera starts. Up front, like we said earlier, we've got no one else. Paddy has to start. I'm not I'm not putting Rodrigo. And he's had an haircut. And he's had a haircut. I'm just going to read this one uh, for, for yeah. Gilly, for the audio listeners. Uh, let's also remember how City managed Foden, looking like one of the best players in the world right now, but was drip-fed appearances at first. Lots of pressure, given the stitch we had in. Yes, absolutely. And th- mm. uh, we've, we've said this amongst ourselves about Somerville and about the, the academy lads and the young lads coming through, you know, they shouldn't be starting, really, in my opinion, unless mm. absolutely necessary. Rodrigo and Bamford are injured, start Joffy for me. But anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much with you. I'm, I'm the uh, Melier, Cock, Cooper in middle. Uh, Rasmus, right, strike on the left. Harrison and um, Sinny on the wings with Aronson playing in behind um, Bamford. Mm. Rocker and Adams in the middle. Um, and, and that's because I, 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 although I did see what he was trying to do with playing Harrison in the middle and Aronson and Sinister on the on the wings, I don't think Harrison was as effective in the middle as Aronson is, is in the middle, even yeah. though I think Aronson probably might be better on the wings than Harrison at the moment. You're kind of, you, you're not really doing anything. You, you're kind of tripping yourself up by playing one player that's can't play in the middle for a player that can, but also can play on right. So we need to yeah. basically bolster our attacking options and play him in wherever the most effective, which I think Aronson playing at middle probably is. Yeah, so I think I, I that, think that's, uh, going, that's anyway. spot on. And and you think Bamford up top, yeah? Yeah, well, you go up to, aren't you? You know, based on Rodrigo doing that. Yeah. Rodrigo seems to be more effective when you bring him on as a sub. As daft yeah. as that sounds. You remember in first season when we bought him? They were coming up and they were popping up with all sorts of goals here, there, and everywhere when Bamford went off. Yeah. There's, the, the, there's the argument. Oh Christ! There's the argument for um, what's he saying? What am I seeing? Sinny in the middle. I say, yeah. Well, yeah. Either, either. Oh, Sinister in the middle. Yeah, definitely. But Arison in the middle. I don't think. I don't think it's a. It's an option for us. Yeah. But um, I've lost my train of thought there. I can't remember where I was going with that. Thanks, Gilly. You've totally fucked me up there. <laughs> keep keep chopping and chain. changing the team. Then we are. <laughs> then we are having. Um, <laughs> I've lost that there. Now, if we keep chopping and change the team, then we are having that as an extra challenge every game to contend with. Yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like he was changing formation when he was making his subs on Thursday night as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And everyone just seemed a little lost. So. Yeah, 
I'm lucky. I I I said that we'd get two wins from Leicester and Fulham. Um, I'm a bit worried about Fulham now. And um, what's your prediction? If you, not that it matters because Gilly's got his predictions written down. But what is yeah. your prediction for Sunday? I'd have to go one-one now. At a push. At with a the push. with the fingers crossed, is it? Yeah, yeah, and I think. Um, <clears throat> As of uh, as of after the World Cup, uh, I'm just going to take the hit on not predicting and see how far I get, like you know, mm. and just take the fans' fucking prediction because <laughs> it's yeah, not working think, for me, man. <laughs> I think I think for me, I think we still probably beat Fulham two one, and we're just going to drag this circus on through through month, the next few months. Probably sack Marsh in February when we oh. can't sign any more players and when all players are injured and all that sort of stuff. I know that's a bit tongue in cheek, and obviously I'm. I'm I'm mm. joking. Hopefully, um, you know, for me, for me, I want to see a new manager in before that. But you know, it is what it is. We've we're all on this roller coaster together. We don't get to make these decisions, do we? So we're just gonna have to wait and see. But yeah, things need to change. Things need to get there. We need to That's score first. To I think we may crumble. If we score tomorrow, if we score first tomorrow, we win. Yeah, but we have to score first. We have to score first. There's no two ways about it. Um. But yeah, look, uh, Smarty, thanks for joining me at this uh, early hour on a Saturday morning. Um, oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Um, and look, uh, we'll, uh, I don't know who's on B&C tomorrow after the game. I think it's uh, Luke and uh, Luke and someone else, I think. And someone else. I'm not entirely mm. sure. It might be one of us. We're going to have to fill in for someone. It's um, going to be a surprise. People. But Luke <laughs> is hosting tomorrow. Yeah. Is he hosting we'll tomorrow? Spin, yeah. we'll, have to, we'll have to spin the bottle to, to see who comes on with him. Ah, uh, right. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, look, uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for uh, interacting. Uh, hit like and subscribe. Apparently, that's the thing you do and say nowadays on God. these pods uh, that we're just getting the hang of. We're just getting the hang of. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, we should, should see you again on uh, Sunday, which is tomorrow, uh, for BNC uh, for Leeds v Fulham. And hopefully it's a positive result. Yeah, thanks for it. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.